Courtney. Hey Libby, how are you? I'm really good. How are you? I'm doing so good. I'm so excited to be back for episode three of This Pod Is Your Pod, the Pantsuit Nation podcast. Yeah. So, you know, after nine months of running a Facebook group with nearly 4 million people, uh, tens, dozens of thousands of stories shared. We started this podcast a few weeks ago, and it's been an incredible experience so far, hearing from people about their stories, about their action, about what they're doing in this moment in history to make sure their voices are heard. And it's just such a, uh, an amazing privilege to continue to do this and, of course, to chat with you every week, which I love. <laughs> and um, yeah, so my, my name is Libby Chamberlain. I'm the uh, founder of Pantsuit Nation. And I'm Courtney Tunis. I'm the executive director of Pantsuit Nation and co-host of This Pod Is Your Pod with Libby. Um, And as Libby said, we're just really excited to bring um, stories to you about all of the different ways that this administration is affecting individuals to kind of put it into perspective, crystallize what's happening, um, and also talk a little bit about uh, what's happening behind the scenes at Pantsuit Nation, what we do there. Um, I know one of the things that a lot of people are thinking about right now is how to kind of take care of yourself as you are um, fighting against what seems like an endless barrage of just utter nonsense coming out of the administration. And certainly uh, working for Pantsuit Nation, we are um, there. We kind of have a, a high level of information coming at us all the time, um, and so we try and take care of ourselves as well. So, Libby, what do you do to to sort of stay grounded and stay focused? It's so important, and it's easy to get exhausted. I mean, it's like you know that it's twenty four seven, right? And you know, when we have a president that's tweeting at two o'clock in the morning, and when we have, um, you know, news that the ongoing news cycle, and in a space like Facebook, you know, where a primary, uh, you know, group of our community is, there's just so much to keep up with. And mm-hmm. so for me, that's actually been a real struggle, especially since the beginning. Um, you know, before I had a lot of other people sort of helping out, I really felt honestly that I couldn't step away from my computer or my phone for more than a few hours at a time. And that's including like, taking care of my two very young children and uh, trying to spend some time with my husband and like, you know, going and for a walk and all of that, it's been a real challenge. And it's only in the last, honestly, the last few weeks, maybe a few months that I've had a chance to start to step away and recognize that we're in this for the long haul. And we've got so much that we want to do so much work to do so much progress to make that, you know, it's a marathon, it's not a race and kind of passing the baton and thinking about how I can look to some of the other volunteers that are working with us and take some time away. So yesterday was um, Eleanor, my daughter's fourth birthday. Which Happy was birthday, Eleanor. And I know it was amazing. Um, she is just like, she was so thrilled all day. She actually passed out at 5.15 p.m., which is unheard of for her <laughs> because I think she just had like, a, like, you know, a 12-hour adrenaline rush basically right, for the whole day. just overstimulated. Um <laughs> Yeah, totally. It was adorable. But I also I spent a good part of yesterday making this like very, um, for me, it was like a quite a complex birthday cake. And I'm not a huge baker. But it was one of the first times in, you know, especially in the last like six plus months since um, the the inauguration, where I was able to like zero in on something so like specific. And I was away from my computer, I was away from my phone, I wasn't even listening to anything on the radio or on our music, I was just like, 
icing this birthday cake. <laughs> and it was, um, it was, it was an amazing experience. And it was such a good reminder for me to like, I'm back today. Like I'm ready to go. I'm ready to talk about what's next, what we're doing, but it's so important to take those moments away, um, for your own, yeah, for your self care, for your preservation. Um, and you, and you, you're constantly sort of thinking and working through things in the back of your mind. But for me that like frosting the, the birthday cake was an amazing opportunity to like, think about my daughter, think about my family, um, um, you know, not have a bunch of notifications popping up all over the place and really just like be in the moment a little bit, which has been a real challenge for me working with Pantsuit Nation, um, a challenge that I, I'm I'm thrilled about most days, but it does get exhausting. So right. um, yeah, I love it. Zen what about and the you? art of uh, cake frosting, I guess. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> I mean, I recommend this. If you're looking for something to like take your mind off, like bake a complicated cake and like get into the frosting because <laughs> it was good. It was good. And it tasted pretty good too, I have to say. Oh, good. Yeah. That's, you know, probably the most important thing in the end. Yeah. So I, I tend to, you're good for unplugging. I think that's a really critical piece. And I, I like to do that, um, get out and go for a walk and things like that. But I also, I really just, I need humor. I need things that kind of lift me up and uh, take what's going on and highlight something that is particularly inspiring or funny um, and kind of put a twist on it. So this week, the amazing um, representative Maxine Waters was um, in a hearing with Steve Mnuchin who was essentially wasting her time. Uh, she was asking a very direct question about why she never got a response to a letter, and Steve Mnuchin kept kind of praising her, telling her about why she was so great, and she was just so amazing, and she used this phrase, uh, procedural phrase, I'm reclaiming my time, just to stop him from wasting that time not answering the question. <laughs> and um, It's so good. Yeah. I need like a huge poster of that I in know. my house I as need well. the t-shirt, I need the cross-stitch. I need all of that. I'm reclaiming my time. (laughs) So this uh, YouTube uh, artist, Michael Kilgore, he turned uh, that phrase into a gospel song. And I have been listening to this thing on repeat for uh, the last couple of days. Um, Let's hear a clip of it so that we can just share with the listeners the glory that is I'm reclaiming my time. Yes. You want to talk about the things I've done, but I'm reclaiming my time. Yeah, you want to speak on the battles I've won, but I'm reclaiming my time. That's not why I brought you here to share it. I'm reclaiming my time. Don't read my resume, cause I was there. I'm reclaiming my time. I mean, it is, it's just so beautiful. It's amazing. It's, uh, I just, between Representative Waters and Michael Kilgore, thank you both for just keeping me uh, focused, giving me a new mantra. Um, It's just, uh, I I could listen to that all day. Yeah, YouTube is like playing a pretty um, critical role in the resistance as like the self care vehicle. I have to say, yeah. like, there's amazing videos that are coming out. Um, you know, 
around kind of current events and stuff, but also just like the wellspring of joy that you can find in like silly animal videos and mashups <laughs> and like internet people being hilarious. <laughs> like we share these videos in our moderator group sometimes too, like when we do need a little bit of a break or things get sort of intense in Pantsuit Nation or um, we're kind of working through something that's happening with one of the posts or trying to figure out, you know, what our next move is if something's happening, then we just like drop in a common thread that's just like excellent YouTube videos. Yeah, and so, or your favorite gift. Uh, that's always yeah, a good one Yeah, a very too. good resource. We're not absolutely. the first people to, um, yeah, to acknowledge that. But yeah, anyway. Absolutely. Yeah, so I'm here in Maine. Um, it, you know, LRM's birthday was yesterday. We're, you know, enjoying being outside, but we're also really excited uh, for the podcast this week because we have an incredible guest. Um, speaking of taking action, someone who is representing you know, hundreds of thousands of people at the highest level of government. We've got Representative Gwen Moore coming on today, which I'm I'm thrilled about. I'm a little bit nervous. I mean, she um, she's really kind of an, an icon right now in terms of um, the way that she's speaking up for women, speaking up for Black women in particular, um, and the way that she is just really getting after it in Washington. Um, she's the first African American that was elected to Congress from Wisconsin. Uh, represents the fourth congressional district there. So. Amazing. We're going to um, get to speak with her in just a few minutes. Absolutely. So before we talk to our guest, um, just wanted to talk a little bit about Latote and how I'm using it in part of my self-care, which is being on Cape Cod. <laughs> um, so I brought some items with me from Latote, and I also uh, changed my shipping address to have my Latote box sent out here and picked some outfits that are specifically um, going to be great for being walking around town, going down to the beach, hanging out with family. Um, so it's a really great opportunity to try out new things, um, switch up some outfits that you maybe might not have chosen for yourself in the store because you're trying out a new style um, or you didn't have time to run to the mall before going on vacation like me. Um, and it's an opportunity to get up to $700 worth of clothing from designer brands. You can get Nike, Rebecca Minkoff, BCBG, Max Azria, and more all month long. You can get multiple totes. I'm not on vacation for a whole month, so I'll probably Probably only use one here, but it would be really great to have new fresh things coming in all month if you want. You simply wear, return, and repeat. So you can go to letote.com, that's L-E-T-O-T-E.com, to get started for as low as $39 a month. And if you enter the promo code THISPOD at checkout, you'll get 50% off of your first month. So once you sign up, you'll receive your completely customized tote within days. You wear what you want, return everything in the mail when you're done, and repeat all month long. Again, that's letote.com, enter your code THISPOD, and feel fabulous when fashion is delivered right to your door, or right to your vacation door. <laughs> So we are incredibly excited to have Congresswoman Gwen Moore joining us today. Are you there, Congresswoman? I am absolutely here. Hi, thank you so much for coming on This Pod is Your Pod. It's um, a, a huge honor for us. We're really excited. I'm like jumbling my words. I'm so nervous and excited <laughs> to be speaking with you, but we're thrilled. Um, Courtney's on the line as well. Hello, Congresswoman. So happy to have you here. I am so excited and excited about your work. Thank you so much. I mean, Pantsuit Nation was sort of founded on this idea that personal stories um, have a huge, important place in politics. And one of the reasons we are especially thrilled to be speaking with you is you have an incredible personal story that's led to this astonishing career in Congress where you've been an advocate um, and a spokeswoman for people across the country, and particularly in your, in your district in Wisconsin. So I was hoping that you um, could tell us a little bit about what got you to, to this point. 
Oh, my goodness. It all began on April 18th, 1951, Libby. <laughs> 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 that was the day, but, huh? <laughs> Right. But, you know, um, I, um, I have, you know, there are many roads that lead to the city. And one of the things that I want to talk to you about today is the crisis that we're having uh, with regard to infant mortality in the state, uh, in, in the city of Milwaukee, and particularly among African Americans. And the, the road that really led me to this was really prior even to my uh, becoming uh, or, or, or uh, elected when mm. I saw efforts in my neighborhood to uh, investigate on a, on a very, very basic level uh, sudden infant crib deaths, uh, so to speak. And, uh, you know, the efforts on the part of community-based organizations with Healthy Start grants to investigate uh, 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 premature uh, uh, births. And that came out of my own experience of literally having to stumble from my house down half a block to visit a, a grieving, um, uh, some grieving parents when they lost their child suddenly, another Sid's death, uh, and, and, and working very closely with trying to get Healthy Start grants. And so that's, a, that's what I want to talk about today. Um, and I'm so grateful that you guys are here because I think news of Donald Trump and Russia and whoever else falls out of the clown car, <laughs> um, uh, the health care debate in North Korea, all um, sort of overshadow a real crisis, a real right. serious crisis that we're having, the canary in the coal mine of our deteriorating uh, way of life in the United States to see black babies in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, um, dying at the same rate as babies in war-torn Syria. Mm. Congresswoman, I know that you yourself, I think you are a grandmother. and I am a great-grandmother. You are a great-grandmother. I have grandmother. ticket here. Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> just, yeah, 11 days ago, but who's counting? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Congratulations. Congratulations. I was wondering how wow. your your family and that experience of, of seeing so many generations, um, how do you bring that to your work um, when you're working with communities? Well, I, I tell you that it, that it really, really keeps you really humble and really uh, in touch with your constituency because – you know, a brand new life is is just a renewal of my commitment and really face-to-face -face just being concerned, for example, uh, about my granddaughter who mm -hmm. is breastfeeding, and she has brown water coming out of her faucets at her apartment. And so my it's been all about, I haven't been about getting her onesies. Right. I'm all about trying to figure out how to get her some water over there. Right. Um <laughs> so that uh you know so so that this child will have a chance to survive um the child was born 2 weeks early and of course that's a risk factor uh mm -hmm. low weight birth babies are sometimes found in many rural and urban areas and, and in the case of 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 um Milwaukee I think I have some data here which really shows that while the national average, the, the really sad um, uh, national average in the United States um, is about 
5.8 per thousand uh, births, hmm. uh, which of course is makes the United States like 56th in the world. It's a disgrace. It's an unbelievable where we are disgrace. internationally. Absolutely, it's a disgrace. But in Milwaukee, it's 9.9. Oh, and wow. for African Americans, it's 14.9. And again, you know. Fourteen point nine per thousand live births ended in death, and in Syria it's fifteen. Wow. Um, the West Bank uh, is uh, comparable to the infant deaths, and this is a canary in the coal mine. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you know, if women and children are not doing well in a society, you know, that's a thermostat for decay. Absolutely. And decline. Absolutely. What I really want to do is this sort of, if you don't mind, I want to turn to what my bill, I have a, a bill uh, in Congress, that actually one that I'm working on with Senator Bob Casey out of Pennsylvania. Last year I introduced a bill uh, called Reducing Unexpected Deaths in Infants and Children Act, and it focused on putting together a pregnancy risk assessment monitoring system, a PRAMS, so that there'd be some sort of unified national standard for investigating uh, deaths instead of just, oh, it was a crib death. Mm-hmm. Um, but the bill that I'm working on now with Senator Bob Casey is much more extensive with regard to providing grants for education, um, uh, uh, not only at the professional level of, a, of, of death scene and autopsies, but really... Uh, educating the public, um, community-based organizations, giving services to grieving parents, um, so that uh, because a lot of we know a lot of things, you have to have a car seat, you have to uh, lie a baby on his back, no, put no pillows on, no cold sleeping, mm-hmm. uh, and there are agencies that provide free cribs and uh, other things that we want to support through this expanded bill. And uh, I would really, really be delighted to get co-sponsors. Sure. So that's something that our listeners and Pantsuit Nation members can really take action on, right, is is calling their elected representatives regardless of where they live. And, and this is something that truly should be bipartisan, right? Like if we can't agree, I've, I've read um, some of the things that you've written about this in the past, Congresswoman, saying if we can't agree on protecting mothers and newborns, you know, where are we as a, as a society? And, and you put it so eloquently earlier. And so looking for support for this bill that, that you're working on with um, Senator Casey, uh, if you're listening, you know, you can go and uh, give a phone call to your elected representative. And, and um, as Congresswoman Moore said, they're looking for co-sponsors, they're looking for support across the aisle. This is something that we can all get behind. If you're a feminist, if you care about children, um, you know, if you're looking for a really tangible way to make lives better, this seems like something that's kind of a no-brainer. Oh, Louie, thank you so much for raising that. This is definitely not a partisan issue. This is uh, an international goal, one of the millennial goals, right at the top, to end, you know, preventable infant deaths uh, and lower infant mortality. Uh, And the fact that the United States is like 56th in the world, uh, is 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 really a shameful thing, and you you have to sweep around your own front door. And certainly, right. I'm going to reach across the aisle. I think that this has great potential for getting over the finish line. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm wondering if you could um, sort of tell us a little bit how, in your experience as as an elected representative, you know, what what stories mean to you when you hear constituents telling their stories, um, not just kind of studying statistics or, or looking at who's ranked where, but maybe coming um, to your office or giving a phone call and, and sharing a personal story. Does that, does that seem like an effective way to you? I mean, that's kind of our, <laughs> our message to our members and to our listeners is, you know, tell your story. Does that really work? It absolutely does work um, because, you know, when you realize as a neighbor, as a relative, that you see signs when you see that there are ways to prevent infant death, the importance of uh, having good prenatal care uh, and, and making sure that everybody protects the, the right to free prenatal care. Because here's the thing, you, 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 know, you pay quintuple and quadruple to have uh, disabled children uh, when something as simple as good prenatal care could have prevented it. So absolutely all about prevention. So Congresswoman, I have a question for you. Um, I think that, you know, you're really inspiring. You're someone that I certainly admire um, in the way that you are constantly fighting for communities that really need, uh, need champions. And I was wondering if you could tell us who, who do you admire? Who do you look for, for strength? Um, Who are the people that have inspired you? Oh my goodness! Well, there's this is a really long list. I've got a really long <laughs> life. <laughs> but you know, I I think um, I had a really strong mother. Uh, she died much too soon at age sixty eight, but mm. she was my sparring partner, my writing coach, uh, mm. and really uh, was a powerful, strong woman. Uh, that 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 really modeled for me the importance of just carrying on, even you know, uh, and being resilient. And of course, historical women uh, like Eleanor Roosevelt, I think, uh, is a real model for me. And I, you know, there are people that are younger than me that I I have great regard for. People like Oprah Winfrey. Uh, I, I I really admire her work and her passion and what she does. And, of course, I have male mentors, too, um, Dr. Arnold Mitchum, who really founded uh, um, the, uh, the group that, uh, that represents all of the educational opportunity programs in this country, um, really, really seeing how treating, giving people a fair chance and, and, and treating people equal, equally and giving them a chance is really what most Americans want. You know, with regard to to this uh, this passion, you know, I was a poor mother, pregnant at eighteen, had a baby uh, out of wedlock, uh, and I have actually, as I said before, I've actually had to make that walk to the corner to visit a neighbor who just lost her baby to mm. so-called SIDS, uh, and not knowing what caused it, uh, and so my passion for this began before I was elected to anything. Just living in a community where you got a you got a, a war zone rate of these occurrences. Mm. Uh, uh um sudden infant deaths and low birth weight and babies being born prematurely and being disabled. Um, you know, my my own my own granddaughter, my first granddaughter was one pound two ounces at birth. 
25 years ago. And, and, And early intervention and getting her into programs for disabled children was really necessary. And, I mean, she's now a college graduate (laughs) <laughs> working in, in, in finance at, at a bank, but wow. it took a lot of resources and interventions. And so this is, this is so I've been in, into this, my own life uh, mm. certainly weaves uh, into this story uh, very, very closely. It's amazing. And it, it really is so inspiring and such a great example for finding a passion and then using all, all that you have and all that you're able to give to to take it to the next level and to spread that awareness, you know, increase education and make sure that you're making, you know, a positive impact and, and the ripple effect of what you're doing. Um, as I said, it's, it's inspiring and it's, it's incredible to hear your story. So thank you so much for, for sharing with it, with us, um, Congresswoman, and thank you for coming onto this pod as your pod and, and everything that you're doing. I just, and, and thank you guys. Thank you. I mean, like I said, you know, we would not be having these because this is a crisis. Mm. I mean, to have babies dying at the same rate as a war-torn country is just despicable. And I don't know whether we are immune to it. Mm. Uh, We just think we're normalizing chaos. But this is chaos, and we need to do something about it. We need to do better. Yeah, we need to do better. And and you're showing us the way. Absolutely. Your willingness to come on and and talk about this issue since it's so critical. Um, You know, you said we have to we have to sweep our own stoop and we we really need to be um, focusing on how to make this country um, as strong as it can be and looking at our most critical, um, critically in need populations. And um, this is certainly one of those. So thank you so much, Congresswoman. I really appreciate um, your willingness to talk with us. Okay, thank you, Courtney. It's great to speak with you. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye. Wow, that was such a great conversation with Congresswoman Moore. I am so thankful that she took time out of her busy schedule to talk to us. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, such an inspiration. And um, yeah, I feel like I've got some marching orders to to go out and, you know, advocate for some of the communities that she spoke about. Um, you know, and it, and it gets me thinking about my own family and how, how lucky we are in so many ways. I've got two really young kids. Um, and one of our favorite things to do is uh, bath time at night. And often that's the time that my husband, Rick, um, shaves. It's like everyone's multitasking and the kids are in the bath. I'm trying to like put laundry away. Rick is shaving. And we we love Harry's. Uh, Harry's is a, a brand that we've been using for several years now. So uh, Rick loves using Harry's because convenient comes straight to our door. The blades are super sharp. Doesn't have to worry about you know running out because we get tons at a time. Again, for us, really convenient living in rural Maine, not to have to go shopping. Um, and it's a really great story too. These guys, Jeff and Andy, they were fed up with buying overpriced razors, which also as a woman, sidebar the like woman tax on buying expensive razor blades um, over that as well. But anyway, back to... <laughs> Back to Rick. They bought their own German factory with over 100 years of blade making experience to ensure the highest quality. Um, so again, amazing quality comes straight to the door. Um, and we just love Harry's. And so uh, Harry's is so confident that you're also going to love their blades that they're going to give you a free trial, a trial shave set when you sign up at harrys.com slash this pod, just pay for shipping. So to claim your free trial offer from Harry's, a $13 value for free when you sign up, you just have to cover shipping. Uh, and that includes a weighted 
lubricated ergonomic razor handle, five precision engineered blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, which Rick didn't notice until like the most recent package that he got. He's like, oh, there's a trimmer blade. Awesome. They also send you uh, their rich lathering shave gel, a travel blade cover. Uh, so you can get all of this if you go to harrys.com slash this pod right now. That's harrys.com slash this pod to get your free trial if you pay for shipping. Uh, and again, we love this brand and um, our kids are fans of watching their dad shave his face. So Hugo is two and like that's one of his first phrases is like daddy shave smooth or daddy shave rough. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hugo. Love that kid. And with that, it's time for the cat call. Yes, the cat call. We're going to call up our fearless COO who's in California. Uh, she's, I think, happy today because it's a little bit later than we normally call her. We usually get her up out of bed. <laughs> yep. Yeah, she's probably had at least one cup of coffee already. So um, yeah, let's give her a call. Yeah, let's call her up. Hello. Hi, Kat. Hi, Kat. Hey, Libby. Hey, Courtney. Good morning. You're on. This pod is your pod. <laughs> oh, that's very exciting. Sorry. <laughs> I've been wanting to say that the last few weeks and uh, I refrained, <laughs> but it's true. You're on the I'm, podcast. I'm, I'm glad to, to be your first person you set, tested that on. I feel very special. <laughs> Thank you. You're the first person we test a lot of stuff on, Kat. I appreciate your willingness <laughs> for that. So um, we just... We just came out of a really great conversation with Representative Gwen Moore from Wisconsin. Um, she's had an incredible, um, you know, s- life of service and advocacy, uh, particularly surrounding um, the care for uh, women and children and um, some issues around infant mortality in particular. And I know that people, after hearing that conversation, were really wondering, you know, what can they do? Kat, do you have any ideas for us? I do. And I'm really glad that you guys got the chance to uh, talk to Representative Moore. It's really exciting. Uh, so here's here's a couple of things you can do, guys. My palms were a little um, sweaty. I'm not going to lie, Kat. <laughs> <laughs> it's very exciting. It's our first member of Congress on the pod. That's a big that's a big moment. It was a big deal. Yeah, many 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 thanks uh, to uh, Congresswoman Moore and uh, her staff for that. Okay, so if you want to do more with infant mortality, there's a couple things that uh, we think you can do this week. So the CDC advocates for a safe sleep education. Uh, and there's a program you can go to called Cribs for Kids, which is cribsforkids.org. It's a national infant sleep initiative that works to reduce the rate of infant-related sleep uh, deaths. So you can donate there, or you can go find some more information on the website, or find a partner near you on the website. Again, that's cribsforkids.org. Also, the Milwaukee Life Course Initiative for Healthy Families is implementing this One Key uh, Question Initiative. Right? Would you like to become pregnant in the next year? It supports pregnancy intention and prenatal health. So essentially they're asking women, would you like to become pregnant in the next year? It, it helps care providers, give women better reproductive and prenatal care by opening up the door to those conversations, just by voicing them, voicing that, do you want to become pregnant within the next year? You can learn more about that initiative at onekeyquestion.org. You know, and finally, we can always support Planned Parenthood. You know, that's the, you know, for a lot of folks, that's their critical reproductive health provider. Um, So donate, continue sharing the message, pressure your lawmakers, make sure they're with Planned Parenthood, make sure that they're against any of these defunding measures that are uh, being pushed to the floor of Congress. So that's 
the first part of the cat call to action because we have two this week where we're getting very ambitious. Thank you so much, Kat. I feel like, you know, that one key question piece is so critical because it's just opening up those conversations, making it okay for women to talk about what their reproductive goals are. And certainly we know that Planned Parenthood is a critical organization for giving access to women for reproductive health. So all of these things are, are interconnected. And it's all about, you know, empowerment too. And, and yeah, shifting that power into people, um, asking the right questions and giving them the resources to follow up and make good decisions for themselves, for their families. Um, you know, when, when Eleanor and Hugo were born, it's super, it's super overwhelming. I mean, just thinking about all of the tiny little decisions and things you have to learn about and figure out. And, and, um, some of these organizations that are really conscientiously and thoughtfully putting those resources out there um, is is huge. I mean, I can speak from experience that just having an easy place to go to with some answers and some information, non-judgmental, all of that is, um, it's really great. And, and so great that Congresswoman Moore and um, others, you know, that, that she's working with are, are drawing attention to this. It's huge. Absolutely. So um, last week on the pod, we also talked about um, Trump's tweet uh, creating essentially a new policy to ban transgender uh, service members from the military. And we were really rattled here um, at this pod is your pod and at Pantsuit Nation by that. Um, so we wanted to make sure to talk about uh, in in the cat call in particular, um, some things that other people who were really disturbed by that can do. Um, so Kat, what do we got on that front? Sure, yeah, and especially, you know, on a personal level as a member of the LGBTQ community and a fairly gender nonconforming person myself, uh, definitely hit close to home. So I talked with uh, Blake Dremen of Sparta, which is an LGBTQ group uh, dedicated to uh, assisting folks who are currently in the military. And he came back and said, you know, here, here are the things you can really do. And this one hit home big time. You know, your biggest influence is those around you, right? So on Pantsuit Nation, we share stories but we can also be talking to our neighbors and friends about the stories we're hearing and the facts surrounding the transgender military community, because there's a lot of misinformation flowing around out there. And the best thing we can do is tell those stories honestly. Uh, you can also write members of Congress. Uh, so you can express your support for transgender mil military members. Um, you can call them, tweet them, write them, uh, just keep reaching out. And then you can also donate to or volunteer with an organization that supports LGBTQ members. So there's OutServe, SLBN, of course, Sparta, the Transgender Law Center. There'll be a whole bunch of them that we can put up uh, on the blog. But just wanted folks to be aware that there are organizations out there dedicated to supporting uh, our uh, transgender uh, military uh, community. And uh, we should show up for them in full force. Absolutely. I mean, they show up for us. So we should definitely be showing up for them. Absolutely. All right, Kat. Well, thank you so much. You packed a ton of information into the cat call today. And I know that our listeners are going to be so thrilled um, to know exactly what actions they can take this week, both around um, ending infant mortality and uh, supporting our transgender military service members. So thank you for that. And just a reminder, we'll have all this information up on our blog. Yes. You don't have to memorize it. You can check the blog. <laughs> you definitely don't have to memorize it. I through a lot of information at folks this morning. So we'll all be up there. You can go look there. All right. Thanks, Kat. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Kat. All right, y'all. Take care. Bye. Bye. So amazing, as always, to hear from Kat. And thanks to her for um, giving us some, some ideas about what to do this week to take action. And now, 
dun, 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 time for the golden, the golden pantsuit. pantsuit. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, we got a good one this week. Yeah, I love the opportunity every week to just highlight women that are doing amazing things and just crushing it out there, being badasses. And this week we're giving the golden pantsuit to Bozema St. John. She is now the chief brand officer at Uber. Um, and she's really been brought in to change the narrative around what kind of company Uber is. Not just change the narrative, but also also change the organization itself. And this is a really big job. I mean, Uber has been in hot water for a while now. I think everybody knows that um, the founder left, that there's been accusations of um, really a really challenging workplace for women, minorities, which is pretty common across Silicon Valley. Um, and Bozema St. John, she's coming from Apple, and she just has a track record of doing amazing work. Um, so let's hear a little bit from her about um, um, you know, going into Uber and what she hopes to change. Well, I'm not naive about that at all. And by the way, those things are very serious. Again, it's about trying to be the representation for what I want to see. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I want change. I want things to be great yeah. for people of color and for women, mm -hmm. for us to be able to show up at work, do our best work, and be appreciated for that work. So if I can contribute to that, and it's not going to be easy, you know, there's gonna be lots of challenges. You know, I'm sure there'll be frustrating days. I'm sure there'll be times I cry, because I don't mind crying, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm hopeful, you know, and I think that's really what's driving me is that I'm hopeful. I can see the larger picture. So it's incredible. I mean, she alludes to this in that that clip that we just listened to. And, and as you were saying, Courtney, like, I, I just love that. Like, I'm going in with my eyes open. I want to be better, and I want to be bringing the representation that we're seeking in this company. I mean... That's badass, and that's definitely golden pantsuit worthy. Absolutely. That is running into the fire, and I, I think it's just so brave, and I can't wait to see what she does. And yeah, absolutely, total golden pantsuit. Now, I haven't seen any pictures of her actually wearing a pantsuit, but I feel like if she ever were going to choose one, it would be gold. We would love to see Bozema St. John in a pantsuit. I think that uh, anytime, you know, if you're listening out there, Bozema, and you want to rock a pantsuit, we will uh, observe appreciatingly <laughs> um, because you are taking on a, a, a big job there, and we um, look forward to, to seeing what you're able to do at Uber. Absolutely. And it's particularly relevant. So she was talking to Gail King in that uh, clip about what she's about to really undertake at Uber. And it's particularly relevant right now because um, Black Women's Equal Pay Day was July 31st, just a few days ago. And that is essentially the day where that highlights the fact that it would take a Black woman seven more months to make the same amount of money as a white man makes in a year. So 19 months for a Black woman to make the same amount as a non-Hispanic white man makes in a year, which is outrageous. And that's the kind of um, inequality that you see across all sectors, but certainly something that I know Bozema will be taking on at Uber um, because she's taking it all on. Um, so it was really great to uh, be able to talk about her awesomeness, and I can't wait to keep track of how Uber changes under her leadership. Totally. Yeah, not a huge fan of Uber right now, but I am a fan of Bozema, so uh, I think it, it could be a good partnership. We'll see. Absolutely. And we're so happy to give her the third golden pantsuit. 
So that's uh, just about the end of our show. We have uh, one final message from a sponsor who's Parachute, uh, another great brand that we're really thrilled to uh, have the support of here for Pantsuit Nation and this pod is your pod. I love Parachute. Um, you know, my kids are constantly jumping around in our bed and not only do we have these incredible, um, beautiful, soft sheets, but they're, you know, made from 100% natural materials. Um, they're responsibly made. They've got a beautiful design and they don't have any of those harmful chemicals or dyes that are like puffing into the air. I feel like every time my kids are jumping up and down in bed. Um, so Parachute is a, an incredible place to, you know, outfit your home in beauty and style and also um, without any of that, you know, nasty chemical stuff that comes into the air. They're a great brands that they also give back globally. They partner with the United Nations Foundation to donate malaria prevention bed nets. They've given over 16,000 so far. Not only that, but they also give back local. Um, if you decide to return your sheets if you don't love them, which honestly I can't imagine because they're lovely and comfortable. Uh, but if you do decide to return them, um, the returns actually go to Habitat for Humanity. And here's a really great opportunity to try them out with free shipping and returns. If you visit parachutehome.com slash this pod, you'll get a 60 night trial. So if you don't love it, just send it back. No questions asked. That's parachutehome.com slash this pod for free shipping and returns and a 60 night trial. Love Parachute. And thank you to all of our sponsors this week, to Latote, to Harry and to parachute and of course a huge thank you to representative Gwen Moore um, I feel like I'm still like a little bit elated from that conversation like I just respect <laughs> her so much and I hope that she um, has inspired our listeners to to step up to the plate because she certainly has absolutely and if you liked what you heard today you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and please leave us a review you can also visit us at pantsuitnation.org you'll see the blog post for this episode where you can listen to that amazing gospel song and you can leave us your thoughts uh, any questions that you might have want to share any of your stories or experiences we'd love to hear from you you can also follow us on instagram and twitter at pantsuit nation and tag us in your posts and tweets so we'll be back uh next week talk to you then libby remember take care of yourselves this is your democracy and this pod is your pod and stay engaged and remember this week reclaim your time you want to talk about the things i've done but i'm reclaiming my time Woo! Yeah. sing it <laughs> so good. All right, Libby. Nice to talk to you. Have a good rest of the day. You too. See you next week. Bye now. I'm reclaiming my time. Don't read my resume because I was there.